Welcome to Crossroads Connection. This is a show all about having conversations surrounding life, ministry, and culture. I want to say a quick thank you to our friends at the Truth Network for airing this program. And Merry Christmas, and thank you for listening. I'm Tyler, and I'm joined by Jamie. Jamie, did you have a good Christmas? Hey, Tyler. Merry Christmas. I did. It was great. Oh, man. That's good. That's good. And I got Andy here joining me as well. Andy, how was your Christmas? Best Christmas ever? Hey, absolutely. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> I, you know, here, here's the thing. I love Christmas time. I love the yeah, whole lead into Christmas time. I love everything about it. And one of my favorite things about Christmas is just what we get to do with candles. I love candlelight Christmas services. <laughs> it's you my, do. And I push so hard for that this year because this year is such a weird year uh, with all yeah. things COVID, which we'll talk about in a minute. But I picture your house just being filled <laughs> with like hundreds of candles <laughs> lining all the shelves. I know, right? like, <laughs> yeah. Angels singing in the background, you yeah. know, live nativity scene in the front yard. Yeah. The whole, uh-huh. the whole nine yards. But no, it was great. You know, for us uh, in ministry and there's probably a lot of pastors and, and people in ministry right now listening to this, you know, Christmas is different for us. It just is. Uh, both your ministry yeah. and you you get it right i mean it's just a mm-hmm. different you don't you don't get the luxury of just taking off those you know day or even that night yeah. uh, of mm-hmm. christmas eve uh, we're working uh, we but work on christmas we eve, work yeah. on christmas eve but it is so worth it and i love seeing everything about it and there's just something magical about that night so yeah so it was great we had a great uh, season at crossroads fellowship you know it's weird right it's uh, I, I almost I was tempted to call our Christmas uh, Merry COVID Christmas, but I figured I, I wouldn't want to go that direction. But <laughs> oh, yeah. that's kind of what it felt like a little bit because uh, we had yeah. a shift as we've been doing at Crossroads, and and I'll, everybody listening has had a shift their their mentality, you know, of of what's going on and uh, where you can go and what you can do. It's just such a, a unique time. But I was so grateful for our team and for the effort that they put in. Uh, you know, we did a Christmas special, which was kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Tyler, you guys did a fantastic job with the Christmas special, by the way. Uh, you oh, want to nice tell everybody what you, what you did in case they missed. By the way, if you missed the Christmas special, you can go to Crossroads YouTube channel, just youtube.com slash Crossroads Fellowship, and you can actually watch the Crossroads Christmas special, which is a three-night special on location and uh, tell us what you, you know, what did you, did you enjoy that? Yeah, man, it was a lot of fun. We went out to a barn in Wake Forest and filmed uh, kind of a performance of some custom Christmas song arrangements and just kind of filmed and performed these songs in a barn. And it was just a lot of fun. Yes. Setting it all up and going through it. Our team did a great job and yeah, I, yeah, it was just awesome. So as a, as Same a time next year, that's right. That's it. <laughs> Well, you know, we did that, and then we did the Advent, the season of Advent, beginning the last Sunday in November. We did that all the way up through Christmas Eve, and our kids' Mm -hmm. ministry did a very, very hands-on, at-home version of a Christmas Advent for all the kids, which was pretty amazing, and of course, Christmas Eve. And uh, but Jamie, you you historically have knocked Christmas out of the park. I mean, you you did you did the surprise Disney trip for the kids at one time. I win like mom of the year when it comes to, <laughs> to Christmas presents. Although, I mean, and I think we've said this before, I you don't want to peak though too. You don't want to like ha- set the bar so high that you can never. So Disney was at the height of it? I mean, I don't know how to surpass Disney. Well, you bought everybody a house this year. so <laughs> Okay, so I surpassed Disney. So maybe this is the year of the peak. So this was your first Christmas in your new house? It was. So how yes. was that? Yes, really sweet. 
really sweet. We love our new house. It's very cozy. I've had the fireplace on like all day, every day for <laughs> since we moved in. Because <laughs> yeah. we moved in in the fall, late yeah. fall, so it was it was appropriate. Yeah, but it, so it was good. And you know, I think everybody's adjusted a little bit, and we don't know what's going to happen in January. Uh, I got an email uh, today, actually, the day of this recording. I got an email from somebody from our church that was just expressing how how reading through the Bible in this year of transformation has helped her. She's a teacher and, um, you know, I get a shout out to all the teachers. I hope you're enjoying your break mm-hmm. over the, over Christmas break, because as much as it is awkward and hard and difficult for me with a teenager trying to navigate school at home, I can't imagine what all the teachers are trying to navigate, trying to teach from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and so this teacher was saying that, that, we read the canonical plan, which is basically from Genesis through revolution, revelation in order, <laughs> uh, in order, uh, of, of how the books are in our Bible. And, um, and she was just expressing how much that has really helped her. And yeah. so the year of transformation is coming to an end though. Transformation 2020 is, is just about over. I and honestly can't believe it. It feels I like know. we just started. It, that went by really fast. Yeah. So Even that, considering everything. It did. But I think, I think for us as a church, that was such a good, um, groundwork and just a, mm-hmm. a good level for everybody to work off of. That way we're not, you know, because we didn't know COVID was going to hit in March and uh, continue through <laughs> December as we are now and into next year. So having that foundation right. of giving, getting everybody back into the Bible and into the Word of God, I think was so critical. And all the sermons we preach, by the way, again, a little a little plug and promo because, well, because it's our program and we can, we can do it however we want to do it. But the, uh, the plug and promo is if you missed any of the series that we did this last year, you can go to, once again, go to our YouTube channel, crosswords.org slash crosswords fellowship or YouTube slash crosswords fellowship. And you'll be able to find all the sermons from this last year because we literally preached our way through the entire Bible. And, uh, and it was really helpful. That transformation was so impactful. Well, hey, uh, speaking of that, it's a good segue. We have a very special guest, Suzanne Weldy, who's going to be on the program today with Grief Share. And one of the reasons why we asked her to be on is as we're working through the holidays, we understand that a lot of people struggle through the holidays. And so it's going to be a great conversation with uh, Suzanne Weldy with Grief Share. Before we jump into the interview, though, let's have a quick word from our sponsor. Perhaps you've asked yourself this question. Are you running the business or is the business running you? How might your teams grow if your teams were driving the business forward instead of you? You are sitting on a wealth of untapped opportunity. It takes courage to learn how to create a culture where your people are truly empowered to own their seats. My name's Cheryl Scanlon, business and executive coach. Working together, we'll go straight to your core challenges to sort through competing demands and realign to your highest priorities for measurable results. Visit C3Advantage.net. That's C3Advantage.net. And we are back from the break with our very special guest, Suzanne Weldy with Grief Share. Suzanne, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be with us on the program. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, listen, this is the holiday season, and I know Grief Share is a big component and a big help to a lot of people during the holidays. But before we jump into Grief Share, let's just Hey, let's just learn a little bit about Suzanne Weldy and really, you know, what, what you, give us a little bio about you. Who are we talking to today? Well, uh, I'm married to my husband, Todd, for 24 years, and we have one son, Jack, uh, who is a freshman in high school, and we also have one child in heaven due to miscarriage. Mm. And uh, this happened in 2008, and it's what God used actually to call me to grief share. Okay. Um, which really was not something I was expecting. 
Uh, I'm from Long Island originally, so I'm a New York girl that's gone Southern. I uh, yeah. went to college in Virginia where I met my husband and uh, his job brought us down here to Raleigh. Gotcha. So we have been here uh, for, let's see, 23 years. So, wow. It's a long yeah. time. It's great to have you in the area. And I think you might be the second Long Island person I think we've talked to recently on, on the program. I think Kristen Gruber has also got yes, some Long is. Island yep. roots. And so, but similar, like you don't have that thick Long Island expected. Can you turn it on? Like, you turn, can you turn uh, that accent on if you needed to? Todd likes to bust out my prom videos because it was, it was there. Uh, but, but my parents are not original to New York. Uh-huh. So I didn't have it quite as strong. Now I also left in college. Yep. And yep. then once I got down in the South, I never left. Hey, I'm, I'm with you on that. We've been here going on 16 years. And I think often Stacey and I tell each other, you know, if, if God wants us to move back North, then God himself needs to come help us move. Like he he physically needs to show up and be like, hey, I'm going to help you all move back north because, uh, yeah, I kind of like the no snow zone or very little snow here, but it's a pretty wonderful. And you all are a big part of Crossroads Fellowship, uh, which is where we are all part of as well. It's what this program is coming out of. Your husband, Todd, is one of our elders, and you are very active in the church. So how long have you guys been at Crossroads Fellowship? Uh, we started in 2002. Oh, wow. Okay. And I know you guys have played a bunch of different roles there. And so primarily, we're going to talk a little bit about grief share. And you briefly mentioned that your miscarriage has brought brought you into grief share. So before we talk a little bit more about that, can you just define what exactly grief share is, that ministry? Sure. Uh, grief share is a biblically-based uh, support program for people who have lost a loved one to death. And so the purpose of grief share is... Once the funeral's over and your family members and support group has kind of gone back to their everyday life, this is where Grief Share picks up. It's a long-term grief ministry to people who are hurting. And so these people don't have to walk through this alone. Yeah. And that's such a great ministry because I think a lot of times when there's a when people are experiencing a loss, typically I find what happens is a lot of support maybe on the front end. Uh, what do you need? How can we help? You know, people are, are around, whether it's a church or a small group or just friends in the neighborhood. But then after the fact, uh, it does seem like it's kind of like, okay, everybody's on to the next thing, yet somebody's still there and in, in that grieving status, that grieving place in life. So what can you expand a little bit more on your heart for grief share and really what drew you into that? Um well, what I've discovered over the years is that I have the gift of mercy and empathy. And so it's a double-edged sword. It's a blessing and sometimes not so much Mm. because I often feel the deep pain of other people's pain, but I also have the joy of celebrating the things in their life that are intensely joyful. So it's, it's great, but there's a lot of feeling going on uh, when you have that gift and my own personal pain uh, due to our loss is what gave me the heart really and the ability to do this because I want to be able to serve and comfort others who are experiencing some experiencing something similar. Yeah. Yeah. I I think sometimes when we talk to a lot of our partners and 
Jamie and Tyler, I think you guys can attest to this too, because you've been on this from the beginning with me, is that a lot of times the best ministry leaders are the ones who they themselves have experienced the very thing they're trying to minister for and to. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like in scripture where it speaks about don't let your sorrow go to waste. And and how do you actually allow the things that happened in your life to actually help somebody else who's actually going through those things? Because you're going to be able to speak to somebody that at, even as a pastor, I, I can't speak at the same level as the loss that you've experienced to somebody who's experiencing that loss as well. And so what a powerful, powerful role that is. And what exactly is your role in Grief Share? Well, my role now is director at Crossroads for Grief Share, um, which if you would have told me that several years ago, I never would have believed you. (laughs) Uh, And actually the thing that's really neat about Crossroads uh, Grief Share group is that we are blessed with, uh, many leaders. And because of that, we're able to break into like loss groups. And the majority of our leaders had a loss themselves, came to grief share, went through a couple of cycles, felt God calling them to serve. And now they are serving. And for 10 years now at Crossroads, that's how it's worked. And so mm-hmm. it's very unique where we are able to have um, women who have lost their husband together in one group led by women who have lost their husband and who have gone through grief share. So this particular cycle, we had 10 leaders and out of 10, eight of those leaders had a loss and went through grief share and then God drew them to lead. I'm one that, that is not in, in that eight. Um, that's not how God drew me, but, uh, That's how it typically works. And he has been faithful. And every time it's a different dynamic as to the participants and what their loss is and the leaders that God has given us and then how we decide to break out into groups. And so after that first registration night, we kind of sit and and look through all of that info and pray and ask God to show us how to how to break people up. But there is power when you have lost a child to be with someone who has lost a child and they've been where you are and are a little bit further down the road. Right. Now you mentioned going through grief share. So can you talk about how is grief share structured? So if I, if I've experienced some sort of loss in my life and I'm looking to have somebody journey with me through that, is it a program? Is it a cycle? Is it you know, is a curriculum or is it small group based? So just kind of walk us through what is the actual bones of grief share? Sure. Basically, everything you said is part of grief share. Hey, look uh, at that. It, it is a structured um, program. It is 13 <laughs> weeks of curriculum and one week of registration orientation night. So at Crossroads, we go for 14 weeks and then we have a break and then we start another cycle all over again. And so Uh, Anyone can join the group at any point uh, and they're able to jump in and we look at it as an emergency room type situation. You're not going to turn anyone away. So So somebody doesn't have to wait 13 weeks. If you're in week one, you're not like, hey, catch us in three months from now. (laughs) They can jump in at any time. I got you. Uh, that's, and and I, then the, the key elements in Grief Share, there's three uh, key points. We have video seminars. So when you come to Grief Share, 
you're going to watch a video and there's a place in the workbook to take notes that corresponds. And then we have our discussion group. So after that video ends, you will break up into your like loss discussion group to go through the content that you just viewed, as well as work that you do on your own during the week. And then that's the third portion is your personal work, which is in the workbook. It's very short, um, usually passages and one or two questions. And that's your time alone with God, where people really, if they commit, will experience the most healing during that time because it's when you're being honest with what's happening and you're you're talking to the lord and just receiving his guidance yeah it's a great program and honestly it was started i think in 2010 and launched kind of through crossroads through a church church member that was part of another organization that really created the curriculum so it's really near and dear i know to the heart of crossroads fellowship so uh, Suzanne, let's talk a little bit about surviving the holidays uh, as we are recording this. And when this airs, it's going to be during the Christmas season still. And I can imagine uh, our family's been fairly blessed in, the, in that we've never really had anybody real immediate in our family experience loss or, or even loss, maybe an uncle or grandparent, you know, uh, in, in the years past. But I can imagine that holiday season is pretty tough. Um, one of the uncles I just mentioned passed away. Uh, just a few weeks ago, my mom's brother passed away, and I could see that leading into Thanksgiving and into the holidays, how that's really affected her and, and the family, not just the loss, but on top of that, it's the holiday season, right? So how important is that surviving the holidays, and what exactly is it? What's surviving the holidays? Sure. Surviving the holidays is just a one-day seminar, usually two hours, and it's typically set up just like a grief sale. Grief Share uh, Night would be where you come in, you'll watch a video with everything directed at the holidays and how do you navigate this time? What does dinner look like? What do traditions look like? Do things change? And and how do you get out of parties politely or Mm. back out of uh, invitations? Those kinds of things. And so there's a lot of really good tips It also comes with its own booklet, and so there is a place for note-taking as well as a lot of good information and resources with navigating the holiday. And that's something where it's really a trigger for people, especially if your loved one died around this time of year. It's also a trigger when you don't have someone sitting in that chair that has always been there for years and years before. And so it's a helpful thing. It is also a great way for people who have never attended to get introduced to what Grief Share is like. Uh, We actually have someone who did attend uh, last year, a year ago, for Surviving the Holidays, who uh, came and as a result of feeling so comfortable there and comforted, did join Grief Share. And that's just one way to introduce people to it which is not threatening because people here 13 weeks, uh, no way, but uh, coming once for a holiday session uh, gives them a good way to just be introduced to the program and to the church. Yeah, it it absolutely makes sense for the holiday season to have that impact on people and those triggers as you just mentioned. So you've been in this for a couple of years now, several years now. I'm sure that you've seen a lot of great stories coming through the door, people who are experiencing that loss and that pain and we're able to get ministered to. And so I know that some, you got to be careful with some, some confidentiality, but are you able to share a story or two that has just impacted you through Grief Share? Sure. The one I was just mentioning, uh, 
And I have permission from from both of these women to share a little bit. Uh, Her name is Shauna, and she came on a Sunday, I think it was her first time, to Crossroads to Church and heard about surviving the holidays. It was announced. And so we had a table set up in the hallway, and she came and spoke to us, and she's like, yep, I'll be back. And she's an only child, and she lost her mother, and then a year later, her grandmother, who was her mother's mother. Mm. And so she was really overwhelmed with the grief and just kind of navigating the holidays. And so she did come and felt very welcome there and was really positive and and gracious and thanking us and came back to church and continued coming back to church and was questioning, do I stay here at this church? And then you preached about the year of transformation. And that was what sealed it for her. She's like, we're going to read the Bible over the course of a year. And she jumped into church and came to know the Lord in a really personal way and continued with grief share. Now, the story for us in March, we had registration. And then the next week we had COVID. Mm-hmm. So the yep. dynamic of grief share changed drastically, but church initiative came to the forefront and converted all that material digitally. Wow. And Crossroads provided us with a Zoom account. And so every leader said yes, and we moved forward. And so Shauna joined us online virtually, just like um, you know, we're doing now, and she uh, continued with grief share and then decided that um doing this in a virtual way was difficult and uh, decided to step out, but she's been really faithful in attending and being uh, plugged in. And so that's just one story where uh, surviving the holidays led to grief share, um, which we're grateful for. Then another story that I think of is Patty. And when Patty started grief share, I was just coming back from a break Uh, I was going through a breast cancer battle. And so I was in the easier portions of my treatment when I returned. And so I came and Patty was there and she couldn't speak because she was so heartbroken. Mm -hmm. Her son had died of an overdose. His name was Mike. And so Dave and I were her leaders and Dave has lost a son. And uh, she, for the whole cycle, could barely speak without crying. And she was just so broken um, and just trying to process the reality of how he died and to be honest and truthful, which took her a while to get to that place. And so she came back again and she came back again and she felt God calling her to this ministry with the intent to start grief share at her own church. And so she continued to come and then she started to co-lead and then she started to lead. Uh, And so to see her, um, she started a Zoom grief share group uh, this past year with uh, her church and she came back to our surviving the holidays this year. So it was really good to see her. And she was so excited when I asked, may I share your story? Because she is a testimony of what grief share can do. So not only did she receive healing and comfort and hope? She's now extending that to someone else. And there's just so much power when someone who is a little bit further ahead of you can can show you that I could be at this place one day like this person is. Yeah. Wow. Those are 
two very, very powerful and very real stories that, and uh, things are happening like that all the time. So for people who are listening right now, as we begin to wrap up this program, uh, there might be people listening from all over the triangle in their car. And I'm sure some of them, if not a lot of them have experienced loss either recently or over the years. And maybe they're sitting there going, you know what, I could probably use something like GriefShare. What's the best way for people to start to get a hold of GriefShare? One thing to make note is that GriefShare is worldwide. It's nationwide and it's worldwide. And so your relatives who may be in another state can go to GriefShare. GriefShare currently is offering groups virtually and also in person, depending on your church and their ministry. So you can go to griefshare.org. And on griefshare.org, there is a group locator. You put your zip code in the locator and it brings up every single church in your area that's offering it. It will say whether it's online or in person, and it will give you the date that that cycle starts or has started. And you can get the contact information and get hooked up um, with the church that way. And it's very powerful. Also, GriefShare offers free daily encouragement for a year. So you sign up for that by giving them your email address and you receive a grief-related devotion every day for a year. So when someone passes, that's what I like to do to help someone is to just point them to griefshare.org to tell them about the locator, but also to point them to that daily email because so many days people get one and that was the one they really needed that day. You know how God works. Oh yeah. Well, absolutely. Well, Suzanne Weldy, thank you so much for your ministry uh, to the hurting. You know, it's such a, uh, it's an uncomfortable thing for a lot of people, right? It's uncomfortable for a lot of people to sit with somebody who has experienced loss and we're so grateful for you, for the gifts you have, for the Ministry Grief Share, and for all those wonderful leaders who they themselves, most of them, if not all of them, uh, are probably still journeying in their own loss and still trying to give back. And I'm sure that's part of that healing cycle as well. So for everybody listening, please make sure you go to griefshare.org and find out a location near you, find out more information about it. And Suzanne, thank you so much for sharing the story. Thank you for joining and listening to our program today. And thank you to Crossroads Fellowship and the Truth Network for making this show possible. You can find out more information about Crossroads Fellowship at crossroads.org. If this show has impacted you, we'd love to hear from you. You can contact us at info at crossroads.org. Thank you to C3 Advantage for sponsoring this program. We look forward to having you join us on the next show. Your success as a leader hinges upon buy-in from your teams, clear and consistent communication from you, and strategic delegation. My name's Cheryl Scanlon. C3 Advantage helps you steward your most valuable resource well, improve retention, grow employee engagement, and generate higher team and individual ownership. The success of your organization begins with you and depends on your team. Go deeper as a leader and watch your organization go further. Visit C3Advantage.net at C3Advantage.net.